music on All Flavors Radio. If you like what you're hearing, spread, spread the, the word. word. And now, here's another one. Hi, I'm Eddie Saunders of the New Jersey Connection, and you're listening to Wimbo and Naturally Legally Drive Time Show on AllFlavorsRadio.com. Keep it locked right here, and don't touch that dial. Peace. In life, there are laws. In growth, there are laws. If you want to learn and grow, you must observe, pay attention, and take decisive action to ensure these laws work in your favor and not against you. The greatest achievers on earth pay attention to the laws of growth and success so they not only achieve more, but also live a richer, more fuller life. Here are the four important laws of growth. Pay attention, listen closely, take notes, and take action. Number one, speak less. Number two, listen more. Number three, react less. Number four, observe more. Now listen closely as we go over each law, why it is important, and how to go about applying it in your life. Number one, speak less. Let your results speak for you. You don't always need to tell everyone what you're up to or what you're planning to achieve. Let your results do the talking. People will notice and respect you more if they see your results before they hear your plans. The majority of great achievers talk less than they work. They talk less than they achieve. You'll rarely find a great man or woman talking more than they achieve. In fact, if you think about how ridiculous that statement is, you'll understand it is impossible. How can one be great if their talking outweighs their doing, if their results are less than their words. That is not greatness. It is ignorance and arrogance. Talk less. Do more. Let your results speak for you. Number two, listen more. You cannot learn if you do not listen. You cannot grow if you do not learn. So, learn to listen more. Learn to listen better, more intently. Listen with purpose and intention to get something out of it. If you are serious about making your life as great as it can be, you should be committed to be an eternal learner, a student of life. You should be as committed to curiosity as a child. The kind of curiosity and presence that will enable you to notice things others do not. And that will give you the advantage. Take in advice from the best teachers and learn from the failures of the worst teachers. You really can learn from everyone, from the greatest failures and the greatest achievements. Pay attention, listen more to be more. Number three, react less. The less you react, the better you can respond. Don't jump to conclusions or let your emotions overpower you. 
You have to discipline your emotions and your reactions to every person and every circumstance in your life. Discipline gives you power, and this is especially true when it comes to controlling your emotions. There's an important quote that says, one of the best lessons you can learn in life is to master how to remain calm. When it all seems too hard, remain calm. When it all seems too good, remain calm. Don't overreact. Don't over-celebrate. Master calm. Practice being calm in all situations. Looking at every situation objectively and calmly so you can respond effectively. As the saying goes, learn to discipline your emotions because if you don't, your enemies will use them against you. Number four, observe more. The closer you observe, the better your understanding. And the better your understanding, the better your decisions will be. Pay close attention to those you admire. The people who are living a life similar to that you want to live. Pay close attention to the teachings you want to master. The principles you want to master. The skills and habits you want to develop. Observe what works and what doesn't work in your own life. Pay attention and observe yourself, how you feel physically and mentally after all events and circumstances. Observe, evaluate, and make changes accordingly. And finally, the principle of growth everyone must add to the recipe, take action. As Bruce Lee said, knowing is not enough, we must apply. Willing is not enough we must do. If you want anything in life, it's not coming to you while you sit on your hands. Get up, get out there, and get it. Make a decision that you want it, and do whatever it takes to get it.
of Randy Crawford there, Rio de Janeiro Blues. And at the top of the show, we had the four laws of growth, the motivational speech. How are you doing out there, listeners? How was your day? How are you feeling on this 12th of October, 2021? I am Wimbo77. And I am... KJB, good evening. Yes, um, Alicia Lili could not make it in tonight, sadly, because she has um, pressing engagements at work. It is that time for Ofsted. And you know, you know, when the big wigs are coming in, you just have to, you just have to, what's the word, do or act accordingly. Sorry, guys, we're just having a bit of a uh, technical malfunction here. There you go, Kenny. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, see, we have something. Oh, yes. We have something slightly different. We have CQC. Okay, CQC. Which is will do equivalent to what Alicia would have had, uh, because she's it's a teaching hospital. So, okay. So that's the same. Yeah. And it's not health. So yeah. In yeah. school, it's Ofsted mm. and various organizations i'm sure mm. they have their different thing or different mm. people that come in just to see that the organization is flowing right and i know within ofsted it's either good uh, or sorry it's an outstanding good or 
under par and we never want to get that and we never want to send our children to schools that are under par as well so big shout out to naturally lily hopefully she'll be back with us next week however kenny you keeping the seat warm for her yes i am thank you very much <laughs> andy carlo how you doing d see you online see mumra online angela gel gel mark philogene big up mark for a great show yesterday as well as dj slim as well Monday night is reggae night, reggae night with um, uh, the DJs. And we also have lots of new DJs on the show, on on the station as well, which is fantastic. Yes, we look forward to hearing those new DJs. Yeah, so bigging up. Bring it on, bring it on. Bigging up the world, bigging up TuneIn, bigging up the All Flavors chat room, bigging up the WhatsApp crew, and bigging up everybody, wherever you are, whatever time zone you're in. We are allflavorsradio.com. So how was your day today, um, KJB? My day was okay. It was just um, patient home visits, phone calls, just the the normal NHS day-to-day runnings. Okay. Uh, But yeah, no no complaints from me. It was a beautiful day. It stayed dry. Yeah, it was nice. Fairly warm. A little bit of rain, but it stayed warm. Yeah, it was warm. Um, Yeah, so yeah, all in all, I... I put it down as a fairly good day. What about yeah. you? What about yourself? How was your day? Yeah, same. I got a tangerine thrown in my eye, but <coughs> that goes with the job, I guess. And um, <laughs> very glad it's just a tangerine. Nothing. Listen, <laughs> I have had a black eye for like a month, guys, and it's it's not funny. Is it the same like, eye. It's the same eye. He gets the same eye every single time. But never mind. It is what it is. And um, yeah, well, we will see and watch this space as to what my next move will be. But we're not talking about that stuff tonight, right? Helmet. <laughs> Maybe that? Yeah. Get one of those footballers helmets. That might be the next move. Thank you, KJB. Right. That might well be the next next move. However, we're thinking... For the National Day this this month is the National Free Thought Day. So annually, every year on the 12th of October, which it is today, 2021, but it's, it's celebrated um, annually. It's a day that encourages people to be free thinkers and base their opinions on facts, science, logic and reason. What are your thoughts on that, um, D- um, Kenny? D- well, it's interesting because I thought that's what you you would have to do anyway on a daily basis. Um, it's good that we have a national day. Yeah. But I, I'm assuming that on a daily basis, we should be able to make decisions based on observation, um, science. logic, yeah. science and reasoning. I'm hoping that we're that able to do That is in an ideal day. world, Ken, because at the end of the day, oh, gosh, we mm-hmm. yeah, not a lot of people base their the the layman say um does not base their ideas or thoughts or, or opinions on facts or logic because some people just are not logical reminds me of spock from star I was trek say, yeah, he's very yeah, logical. Yeah, logical i love logical thinkers because they break it right down to the bare bones but not everyone base their their opinions on facts science logic and reason i don't know i think we do but it depends what facts, what science, what logic, what reasons we're looking into. Like mm. you said, some people are not basing what they know 
on anything tangible. Sometimes it's what other people's told them, what exactly, they've seen, yes. what they've read, and not those things are not necessarily what they watch, mm. and not necessarily these things are actually what they need to base their thinking on. But it's what they have. And the um, th- yeah, the yeah. thing is, sometimes the things that we hear or the things that we see are not logical, science-based facts or reason. It's just an opinion of someone else. And the research hasn't been done in order to see whether it's based on fact, science, logic and reason. Mm-hmm. So I really like the idea of this day, hashtag free thought day, because it promotes logic and logic and evidence-based decision-making. And additionally, the observance offers an opportunity for free thinkers, people that think outside of the box, I guess, to have a sense of community. It also provides a way to open a dialogue dialogue should i say and share their opinions so i wonder what a free thinker is i'm just just i don't, I don't know you can't quantify see it's hard to quantify what a free thinker is isn't it someone that thinks outside of the realms of, of where everyone else thinks okay yeah so and again i i, I do a course it's a all about growth mindset and one of the the points in the course is about perspective I think we've spoken about this before. So the way that we see things isn't how someone else might see something else. And I know that going back to fact, science, logic and reason, not everyone thinks in those ways. Some people see things, what's right in front of them and presented right in front of them, that's how they see it. And there's like no other way to look at it. Mm. Whereas someone that thinks outside of the box will look from maybe every single angle or look from different perspectives. So is that free thinking then? Because you're, yeah. you're taking other perspectives. Are these perspectives things that you, you've read up on? Because it's other people's perspectives that are making your perspective clearer. No, it's not making your perspective clearer, but you're seeing it from their point of view. So you're looking at it from a logical, logical um, standpoint. Yeah, so being logical is that, right, for instance, I, I, I'm a Trekkie, I love Star Trek, and Spock sees things in black and white and how it, how things, he sees things how things are. But is that a free thinker? Is that what we class class as a free thinker? Well, I'm, he, just, I'm just, I'm just, He looks at it from all bases and then draws his conclusion. Whereas someone that might look at it from a scientific point of view, I mean, we still, we still think about creation or evolution science tells us that there's a creator evolutionists might will think otherwise but it's not backed up by fact so they're free thinkers no 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 no. evolutionists are free thinkers because it's not based it's 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 not based on a realm or anything that they deem has has worthy so they're thinking differently because they're thinking differently because that's not what Hmm. Yeah, on, on. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's free thinking, but it's not based. It's not backed up by fact or science. So that's what free thinking is. No, free thinking is thinking outside of the box, but free. But also, it is backed up by fact, science, logic, and reason. Okay, maybe people out, maybe listeners out there can help me. <laughs> I know Wimbo's helping me. Maybe there's listeners out there that can kind of. Mm, widen my view of what a free thinker is because it also highlights so you've got to be rational in your thinking in your thought because you know sometimes we can be irrational 
like you know someone that that maybe feels like the world's against them for instance take that point of view so that's irrational thinking it's irrational thinking because how can the world be be against them you only survive you only live in like a little small nucleus of your community yeah Mm-hmm. You live in the nucleus of, right, there's you, say, as an individual, then around you there, there, there's your family, your extended family, and then there's your community. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you're thinking the world's against you and you've not gone outside your community in order to say all the world's against you. How do you know that? Well, no, because you've, it's not the world. The whole world don't know you as a person, do they? No, so that is irrational thinking. That's right, not, so that's... That's not based... On fact. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so mm. thinking, thinking, being free thought, free of thought, thinking in, in the first person and look at the way that you look at things as an individual. Okay. Yeah, so, so several groups have, um, at least since 97, they've promoted free thought, the free thought day. So organisations such as Free Thought Society, the American Humanist Association and Secular Coalition for America. So this is all again American. So we know that's the thought yeah, of the day. Yeah. However, it can be, it can we can utilize it as well, being here on in the UK. And it says that the organizers they selected that day due to a series of events dating back to the Salem witch trials, or Salem should I say witch trials in 1692. It said throughout the trials questionable evidence and accusers claims of witnessing devils and spectres caused the, the case to be halted and eventually the hysteria surrounding the case and a letter written by Massachusetts Governor William Phipps on October the 12th declared spectral evidence. Now this is another thing because we know there's a lot of ghost hunters out there right mm-hmm. and there's some people will say that they believe in ghosts mm-hmm. And some people that will say that they don't believe in ghosts or spectral phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Would you say, as a free thinker, that spectral phenomenon exists? Would I say it exists? Mm. I I haven't personally experienced any evidence of it. Right. But I'm not saying, based on what I've seen. Yeah. And what I've read. I I can honestly say possibly it possibly could be out mm. there. I don't see, there's nothing to prove that it's not, in the sense that no evidence is absolute. Right. It's always open to criticism or open to kind of question marks. Yeah. So I definitely believe that that it, it could, spectral evidence could exist. What are your thoughts out there, listeners? Do you believe that there there is things such as spectral evidence that we, because we, we, we are said to be there's many dimensions yeah first second third fourth fifth sixth dimension mm. and beyond All right and some youngsters or people see things that we don't see is there a spiritual realm because there is there a, if there's a spiritual realm based on fact evidence science and logic then we believe in creation that's why a lot of people believe in god or gods, or so forth. Okay, I am going deep, and we are. <laughs> and this is the point. It's about being free thinking, having free thought, and how we see the world, and freely thinking about it, and not being stuck in a box and what what an uh, an exercise book book mm-hmm. might tell us, or what we might learn at school. Well, it's about coming outside of that mm-hmm. and looking maybe a bit deeper 
into these phenomena. We just looked at something spectral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's there's so much more other things. No, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Again, it's open to our listeners. Um, would you, I guess, I, the question is, we could, if you want to put a comment in there, would you consider yourself as a free thinker? Yeah, it's hashtag free thought day. So anything that you're putting in, hashtag free thought. And I mean, we've just spoken on one it's aspect just, of yeah, it. It's just a drop in the ocean, really, yeah. isn't it? We could, we could, we could go on for hours because this is a massive, massive subject. It really is. But Big it, subject. It's National Free Thought Day, mm. built from the October the 12th, in regards to the witch hunts of Salem. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they presented spectral evidence to a court, you know. It's and they said that it's admissible. Court, although people were accused and killed, we know the Salem witch hunts, don't yeah, we? But but, but it was yeah no, but it was oh there was there was like the Spanish Inquisition. There were so mm. many periods in time when when this yeah. Um, was in free thinking. Yeah. We couldn't be free thinking, and and can we be free free thinking now when we think about our freedom of speech being impeded on, our, our freedom of thought even um, being impeded on by people, governments, and so forth, saying that we're not allowed to think in a certain way. We have to think how everyone else thinks and be um, herded within a crowd mentality. That too doesn't allow for free thinking. Hmm. I guess I guess in a way I understand what you're saying because if you think about the way we live, mm. we have to operate in a way that suits us. So, you know, some people have to work nine to five, some people do shift work and, and all these things, having to run a household and run a family, sometimes you have to fit your thinking in the way you're living. So because it has is that your way of life though, and the way you think, uh, well, different to the way that you think. It could be, but a lot of people, I must, I, I could be wrong. They seem to be thinking in a way that has to suit the lifestyle they that they're in. So they got, you know, you know, got drop off the kids at a certain time, pick up the kids at a certain time, cook at a certain though. time. Yeah, but again, that that controls the way you think. Do you think so? Well. What are your thoughts out there, listeners? Yeah, Let us know. In, in certain respects, it does. 07895134713. That's 07895134713. Oh, I forgot the number there just wow. for a moment. Well done. Well done. It's well been done. a long day. I've been up from very, very early today. And um, yeah, so hashtag free thought day. Okay. And um, like we say, are you a free thinker? Are you not a free thinker? Let us know in the chat box okay come and join us in the chat room so our history in, in fact we're going to go to our questions um kjb could you let us know the questions there please yeah both questions I yes. got hit both. okay um, into them. all right there's two questions that we thought might might be of interest to our listeners tonight uh, the first one is why does the black community not trust the vaccine Mm. I repeat, why does the black community not trust the vaccine? Yeah. Our second question is, do women expect a chivalrous... Does that right? Chivalrous. Sh- <laughs> get, <laughs> get me teeth in. Got to get me teeth in. Sorry, Sorry, listeners. Do women expect a chivalrous man in t- 2021? 
without them has women having traditional values. Yes. Did I read that right? You Is did. You've done yeah. very well yeah. there, yeah. Okay. Do you so want to repeat? Shall I repeat that? Or? You can do. Okay, I'll repeat it just in case you, you didn't get it. Do women expect a, sh- a shriveled... Shiverless. Shiverless. Sh- 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 <laughs> I know. Shiverless. <laughs> Still sh- can't say the word. I know. Shiverous man in 2021 without them has women having traditional values. values. Yes. So firstly, we're tackling that question about why does the black community not trust the vaccine? We'll see y'all in five There. We'll be back after these. At 15, Elijah J. McCoy moved to Scotland, seeking opportunities he was denied in America. His studies abroad led him to develop over 50 patented inventions, including the automatic sprinkler and the folding ironing board. It's believed the quality of his work gave rise to the term the real McCoy. Celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history. Yo, guess what my uncle just said? Tell them who you tell me. Ooh, I did that's all right though. Okay, look. Shaba was the king back in the day. Shaba! But Papkan is fire! And he's gunning for the throne. How oh, we do that? I always so right. Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnite from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with daily theme parties. The Welcome Party with Free Rum Punch. The Lovers Rock Concert and Party. The Dressing White Catamaran Party. The Swimwear or Shorts Beach Party. Comedy in the Boatyard. A Moonlight Party. The Beige Bar crawl, a carnival night in the gap, the oysters, fish fry, and grill party night, the international artist night, and the midnight to morning farewell to Barbados party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at the Fleurs Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999, based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit, followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 0877. 799-455-AllFlavorsRadio.com The number one radio station on the net Reaching 179 countries in the world With the best variety of music You're listening to the best station Where the music never stops
Then a big high five to the chat room. Everyone in, on TuneIn. Everyone on WhatsApp. Everyone that contributed on Facebook to your comments. Worldwide through. Instagram crew we are and all you silent listeners out there Tune in and tune it, um, the chat room. Have faith in you and the things you do. You Angela Gel Gel. This is our family Jew. Cheryl, Cheryl Taylor. Or should I say Chanel Taylor? DiCarlo. Joy McKay, how you doing, Mumra? Mark Philogene. George Flavors, Sour Malaysia, all of the All Flavors DJs, Saga, Sounder of Sister Sledge. So just out now, guess three, six, four. From Sulzbach. Guess four, seven, seven from Kleinergrad's book. Guess five, seventy from Fort Lauderdale. Guess six, eight, four from London. And guess 911. Not forgetting, shout out, Sonia. John John, how you doing, John John? Mojak and Anisha. Lisa, Tai Tai, and Anaya. And a big shout out to Anaya on your first birthday. Faces, it was lovely faces, being with you all. It's so clear by a fountain climbing mountains as we hold each other near. Sipping wine, we try to find that special And also not forgetting, John John, it's your Earth Strong on the 16th. And I must say you've grown into a beautiful young man.
Oh yes, Joy the K. You know when it's that good? But you've got to take it back. This one goes out to Joy McKay. of change there we know the lead vocals there were done by 
Luther Vandross. You know Luther, they used to do a lot of the back, background vocals for a lot of bands back in the day, Ken, Ken? Yeah, it used to be, it'd be, it'd be Luther Vandross, The Emotions, The Jones mm. Girls, they're all backing singers initially. Yeah. And then they came into their own. It's amazing. And that was one of his first ones. I think that's the one that actually put him on the map. Um, Change, mm. Glow of Love, as well as there was another one There's, as well, yeah. wasn't there? Stops the love. Get out, yeah. That's the one. That's another one. Let us know what it is. I know, I'm sure you know Joy McKay because you know that track right there was for you. You will know that one. And yeah, so we're just going to reiterate the first question why does the black community not trust the vaccine? That's our first question for the day. But moving on, really, we're speaking about our history and we are looking at a great guy. His name was Dick Gregory. I love Dick Gregory. He was born. Richard Dick Claxton Gregory in St. Louis, Missouri. And he used to perform, you know, he was a comedian. He was an activist. He'd done a lot of things. And um, of late in his last final dying days, he was a lot into health, food and nutrition and so forth. He, back That was back in the 80s. And Dick Gregory, do you know that he actually, he was nominated to be president of the United States of America. Yeah, because it's something to do with the votes. <laughs> he, I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was nominated, black fellow, um, nominated to be uh, the president of the states, but, you know, you're not elected, you're not selected, you're elected, and somehow they wangled the fact that, it, that he didn't ever reach presidency, but he was the first black man to be voted um, president of the United States was, of America. Was, yeah, black man. But the thing is, what they did, they recounted the votes. <laughs> they did. Um, and obviously, we know that the, the rest is history. <laughs> but he was born on October history. the 12th. And October's an amazing month because we know this month as well, we're celebrating Black History Month. And we want to highlight, I know we know all the Mary Seacoles, we know the Garrett Morgans, we know a lot of the famous names when it comes to black history. However, what about all the other ones that kind of go askew and we don't mention? So Dick Gregory, he was born in St. Louis, Missouri, and he passed away on August the 19th, aged 84. Yeah. So he was a comedian, civil rights activist and a spokesperson for health issues and became nationally recognised in 1960s for biting brand of comedy that attacked racial prejudice and we know that he spoke a lot on that when you go into youtube and type in um dick gregory a whole load of stuff will come up on things on michael jackson things on prince things on the candidacy for presidency all these kinds of things come up on him but he was a big one for racial prejudice yeah and he gave a a voice like uh, it was a funny voice towards um, the civil rights movement but it, you know sometimes comedy is almost reality but they make they make jest of it don't they mm-hmm. they make yeah because comedy out of out of um, what's it called out of adversity yes comedy so he was targeted to obviously the um, diets of black Americans and we know that the Americans diet is not the most greatest is it 
Well, no, who I'm sure some of you listeners have been, have been to the States. I, I was fortunate to go to the States. And, and yeah, that's one thing I noticed was the food intake mm. and the dietary. Because obviously they the way they view f- f- food and the way they import and export works is different to ours. Yeah. We're quite strict on what comes in and what goes out of this country. Mm. Americans are not so, not so strict. I'm a, you know, maybe it's changing now. Still the same. But the food industry is very, very financially dominated yeah, over okay. there. It's not a fair playing field. So obviously, and you know, fast food, fatty foods are high. Um, have they, have, they have a high intake of that. But that's got to do again with the food industry and what the food industry pushes. Yeah. Let's know, um, guest 570, you living in Fort Lauderdale. And you might um, know a bit more as regards to health um, when it comes to health and, yeah, that, that just the whole nutrition situation in the States because I know that, I was just talking about it this week, actually, how um, they're a lot bigger than us from UK. Stateside is bigger than people in the UK. However, people in the UK are almost reaching there now. Plus with COVID, all that COVID weight that a lot of us probably have gained um, throughout COVID, that too it impacts on our nutrition or impacts on our health. Really, this was something that um, Dick Gregory spoke out for. So it says he he began working at an early age to help support his family. He was involved in sports and social courses courses um, or courses, should I say, in high school and entered the Southern Illinois University as an athletic scholar with a scholarship in athletics in 1951. See, he excelled at a middle dis- as a mid- middle distance runner and was named the university's outstanding student athlete in 1953. That's amazing because he, that's one f- one of his first accolades there, right? Yeah, but yeah, but he 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 seemed to come. He he seemed even from a young age. What stands out for me, he always was conscious of his health. Yeah, it seems to me. Yeah. Conscious of his body, conscious of health and, and what he put in it from from what we've just read here. Yeah, and he joined the US Army in 1953 and he hosted and performed comedy routines in military shows. So after a brief return to Alma uh, Mata, Dick Gregory in 1955-56 saw entrance to the National Comedy Circuit in Chicago and his breakthrough came in 1961. And so it was a Playboy club turned into a six-week stint that earned him a profile in Time magazine. So he must have been a very, very good comedian. I, I really know him more as an activist, um, Dick Gregory, and some comedy, some mm, comedy that mm, I know him for, mm. but more of an of an activist. But then obviously started, he showed up on that Jack Parr show and then he had subsequent um, TV appearances, nightclub appearances and concerts. And we know that, um, oh, what's his name? The one that's coming to the UK. He's here this month, guys. Oh, uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. He is here this month. So check it out. Try and get tickets to that if you are going to um, events, live events. Dave Chappelle will be here this October. And I think he's um, here on the 18th or something like that. Yeah, I think most of I think he's, he's, be quick if you want to get tickets. Obviously go online or find out, but. I'm assuming they them tickets would have sold out pretty quick. Pretty yeah. quick. There might still be some available, so please check him out. So it says Dick Gregory participated in numerous demonstrations, 
he was arrested for civil civil disobedience as they were back in the day and a lot of our brothers went through a lot when it comes to civil rights the civil rights movement but in and in 60, 63 he was jailed in Birmingham Alabama and his activism activism spurned him to run for mayor of of Chicago in 66 and for president for president of the United States in 1968 we know he won that presidency, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they recounted, yeah, recounted you they? are selected and not elected. And he was selected, mm-hmm. well, elect, not, he was elected, but not selected in that sense. So it says he abandoned his comedy to focus on more political interests, um, which widened um, from race, race, race relations to include issues as violence, world hunger, capital punishment, drug abuse and poor health care. And he generated a particular attention for his many hunger fasts. Yeah, he used to fast a lot. He used to fight, yes. And at this time, he became a vegetarian, a marathon runner, and an expert on nutrition. Check out Dick Gregory. I mean, he was a really amazing guy. Check out his videos, because he speaks so much truth when you really look at what he has to say. When he came off that comedian platform, he went in when it came to activism, but spoke on those... You know, like he said, race relations, violence, hunger, capital punishment, which we know that, um, well, that wasn't capital punishment. The lynchings only recently mm-hmm. have been cast as a hate crime and um, drug abuse. He spoke speaks a lot on that and poor health care. Well, yeah, he was very passionate, wasn't he? When, mm. I, when I have seen him in documentaries, obviously online, never met him personally but everything we've seen online he's very passionate yeah um very thought-provoking and he's not he's not scared to tackle the issues that he sees is yeah. an issue um troubling um america the black I, community the black, and we, we i know if it's he's an american and i know a lot of what he talked about was to do with the american system mm. but some of it could res did resonate i suppose with yeah with, of course it black does people all over the round the world. Yeah, we spoke on. Remember, we spoke on Malcolm X when he came to this country, mm. and it was the Indian, it was the Asian community that brought him here. However, he he showed the correlation with United States and the UK, and we know if something's happening in the United States, it doesn't take long for it to um, to transpire here in the UK. Would you agree with that or disagree? I, th- I think I think it affects us in different ways. I think mm. that there are things that translate from across the water. Yeah. Since, yeah, and I do appreciate that. But I don't think we get it in the same way. Not um, severe sometimes, but it does. Yeah, eventually, you, it does hit us. Yeah, you do. You do. You do see remnants yeah. of what happened in here happen. I guess in this country, like the crack, e- the cl- crack e- um, epidemic that they have out there. It has reached our shores. Oh yeah, definitely. Because like the gun crime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there are, there are. As I said, it, it does transpire because obviously things have changed a lot. Like we we've talked about this already the, with the internet, social well, social media in general. That's mm. encapsulating everything. So obviously things will move faster because the information highway is quicker. Yeah, but again, in the sense of sorry, that. We know what happens there is eventually going to 
cross the border. Yeah, it transpires here definitely, here, definitely. You know? and we have seen some of that. We there is there, there, we have seen residents uh, resonance of what goes on in states over yeah. here. Um, yeah, so that can't be helped. That's mm. that 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 will always be an issue. And he spoke on things like um, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, you know, and all these kind of things that do affect us as a community. Uh, he wrote some books as well, um, one called, called Nigger, an autobiography and No More Lies, the myth and reality of American history. He made a brief return to the comedy circuit in the 90s, but the one and only Dick Gregory... Um, it's a documentary about his life and career, which um, he appeared in in 2021. But I'm sure that um, Dick Gregory passed, he passed about a year or so, two years ago. Yeah, it was. It, it? Um, so maybe um, it's just the doc- documentary yeah, that he appears in. Two, 2017 he died? No, no, no. no it was recent. It's very recently. Yeah, sorry, sorry. But yeah, there is a documentary about his life and his career. And he is someone that really we should look up because we can learn a lot from Dick Gregory. Okay? Definitely. I think, I think uh, as I said, um, I know he talked a lot, a lot about American history and the issues in America, but when you, if you got the opportunity to, to have a listen to some of his talks, some of his online stuff mm. that you can find if you type in his name, you'd be very interested uh, mm. in what he had to say because it's very, it was relevant then, obviously, because of the time he was living in, but yeah. it resonates with us also today. today. I, I do believe that. And thank you for that, naturally, Lily. I know we're not meant to say the N word online. However, that was the book, that is the title of the book that, Dick Gregory wrote um, the N-word, an autobiography. So it was um, said, um, not with any bad connotation, but that is actually the title of his book. So check out Dick Gregory, who he is, and really what he can bring to our lives, what we can learn from him. Because, you know, we always learn from our ancestors. We always, they, they can always instill something in us that can help us to be bigger or better and better people definitely definitely there's always something we can take you just got to take the time to to access his 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 stuff online and just have a listen and just to see what you think absolutely as i said we talked about free thinking earlier yep um and being able to reason on on issues scientific matters scientific matters having conclusive having evidence based yep so have a listen see what you think and have you have you learned anything from dick gregory yourself did did you know of him let us know in the chat box or give us a call 07895 134 713 that's 07895 134 713 so moving on kjb the word of the day and what is the word of the day hopefully i'll pronounce it right extricate extricate when i saw this word i thought i know that word i've seen it before and yeah i've I've definitely seen it before on my travels and what does it mean extricate means to free or remove someone or something from an entanglement or difficulty Mm. so firefighters extricated the fat passengers from the wreckage the wife of the accused the accused hired an attorney to extricate herself 
from the allegations brought against her husband. So taking someone out from a situation, basically, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? Extricate? Yes. Uh, for example, I'm going to read an example. It says, the skylight has been lifted off. Uh, Toyland Hall to create an opening large enough to extricate the panels by crane. Okay, so they wanted to get something bigger out from the premises. So they used, they made it bigger so they were able to extricate or take out the panels by crane. And that's Sam Whittington from the San Francisco, there you go, naturally, the San Francisco... Chronicle, 31st of August, 2021. And we know that we should build our vocabulary and get word of the day in our our inbox every day. So sign up for that. You know, it says there, did you know that extricate is used for the act of freeing someone or something from a tangled situation? It's it's a spelling means comes from Latin extricatus, which combines the prefix ex- out of so taking something out of a situ- situation with a noun trique meaning trifles or perplexities the resemblance of trique to trick is no illusion it's an ancestor so taking something out of a situation okay so extricate that is our word of the day word of the day we will see y'all in five stay there We'll be back after these. At 15, Elijah J. McCoy moved to Scotland, seeking opportunities he was denied in America. His studies abroad led him to develop over 50 patented inventions, including the automatic sprinkler and the folding ironing board. It's believed the quality of his work gave rise to the term, the real McCoy. Celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history. Yo, guess what my uncle just said? Tell them who you tell me. Ooh, I did bad, so all right, though. Okay, look. Shaba was the king back in the day. Shaba! But Popcorn is fire! And he's gunning for the throne. How we do that? And how we so right? Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnite from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with details called Zero Iron Grill Party Night, the International Artist Night and the Midnight to Morning Farewell to Barbados Party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at La Fleur's Bridgetown. Early birds Tickets start at just £999 based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 0877-799-455. Allflavorsradio.com, the number one radio station on the net. Reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. You're listening to the best station where the music... Music never stops. And I can't let you go. You are the one who, you are the one who makes me feel so real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, what am I supposed to do? How, what am I? Baby, when I'm so high 
you doing, Pele from Hoxton? It is a big tune, naturally, Lily. Send a big high five to Bev and Lindsay. you well, Pele. How was your day? And yes, it's always nice to be home. of Jocelyn Brown. She can't get off off her high horse because she found out that he was somebody else's guy. Well, how many of us have found ourselves in that situation? Or... Yes, Kenny. No, I'm saying the lyrics is somebody else's guy. Was that... uh, When she says that, does it mean he was seeing another woman? Somebody else's guy? Yeah, she's, yeah he's somebody else's guy. So she yeah. liked him, but he belonged to someone else. That's cool. Yeah. That is, that's the whole cleared that up. story. But why did you not? How many times have you heard that song, I don't KJB? I many times. It's just a, maybe And you it's never thought about it. I'm free thinking, you see. Free, free thinking, thinking free outside thinking, of the thinking box. Outside the box. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't. Did you take it? To, <laughs> account fact, logic, yeah. science. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what was the last on one? It. And reason. And that's what I came with. Right. Okay. Because yeah, if you've listened to that all that time, yeah, some uh, I can't give my high horse because you're somebody else's guy. But maybe they've just connected, and then she found out. Who True. knows? True. Who, Who knows? knows? But that's not our question tonight, listeners. That's not the question tonight. Our question is: is oh, let me go. Why does the black community? not trust the vaccine we'll be going into that very very shortly but um just thinking about this uh cheryl tweedy whatsapp corner someone sent this to me um this week regarding cheryl tweedy and it was uh what's her name 
that Gina Yashere. Gina Yashere. She went in and she ranted that Cheryl Tweedy, she started an art. She's become a host of an R and B radio show called Africa Black. Oh no no, an African of uh, R and B show on BBC. However, she was charged with calling a. a you know those toilets. I yeah, don't know what attendant. they. An she attendant. Was, she was an attendant. She went to a nightclub. That's right. Oh, night, nightclub. Assault and an attendant. The, you know the ones with all the perfume and the sweets and whatnot in the the loos. Because she didn't want to buy the lollipop. And she assaulted this woman, calling her an African black bitch. Mm-hmm. So how did she get the show? How did she get the show, Ken? Good question. I'm. She got the show. Most probably, she was offered it. I'm assuming. Yeah, she was offered it. She was offered it. So, so obviously, the powers that be within the BBC saw fit mm. to give her a, a a slot, right? On 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 a prime time radio show, knowing her background, they would have known about this yeah. issue because it would have been in the papers. Yeah. Although it might have been a few years ago, we actually saw the picture of the woman she assault, assaulted, mm. and it looked like she gave her a good thump. Big black eye, just Big like black, mine from the, yeah. from the tangerine. Um, and, and also, also <laughs> she 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 did call her her name, yes, which is she did. A, de- a degrading, insulting name. Yep. Um, so it's so it's it's really beggars belief that she was offered um, a primetime show, knowing knowing her background and what what. Although she would have come out remorseful and. And it was a while ago, I guess. Yeah, saying sorry and whatever. But that the the fact still remains that there is there are a lot of black presenters. Thank you. That's the point. There. And that's what Marlon Kameka says. Mm. Marlon says at BBC Sounds, this is a, this was a tweet on Twitter, and he said that thought, who thought who thought this was a good idea to hire this woman because especially after the last year where white-led organisations like the BBC said they were listening and learning from black people. Also, Cheryl Cole has shown that she is self-obsessed and lacks awareness. But we're talking about um, Cheryl Tweedy here, not Cheryl Cole. Um, But, yeah, the BBC should have learned from last year and put someone in there from the right diaspora um, to play R&B tracks, I guess, what was your, what your what's your take on that? Well, if you think about it, it's so it's so strange because the BBC funded um, black programs. You mm. know, last year it did, it, we, there was a trilogy, um, Small Acts. There was right. a couple of others black programs okay. that the BBC funded. Yeah, um, the British Bull, uh, Film Institute funds funded Yardi. Okay, I um, know that. Yeah, the British Film Institute. It's slightly different, but it's still British film industry. Mm. They funded another Idris Elba film, which is going to be coming out on Netflix. It's a uh, it's a western. Um, Not the one with the horse. No, no, horse no. It's a different. Really one. No, no, no. It's a, it's, it's, it's a new film that he's made. Okay. But again, it's a British Film Institute funded. So you know, so there is funding for black um, artists, representatives, and, and yeah, black representatives. So it shows that, that there is a change, mm. but. With they they're providing some changes, but still they're making these kind of they're still making these kind of mistakes. Yeah, and thank you, Lily, because Cheryl Cole is Cheryl Tweedy. I didn't know that Uh, because I saw the pictures and I didn't make the relation um, to who the person was. Mm. But I, I I think that given the fact of her track record, and her brother is actually living on the street homeless. 
as well. But that's for another day. Um, that she... No, I don't know if she really deserves to present a show uh, highlighting R&B tracks, but then it might just be coming, again, thinking outside of the box from their... from a white person's perspective. It doesn't matter, but... But if we're talking about, but the problem with with this, I guess, I guess people could also think about R and B now. Mm. We're, oh, we're going slightly off point, but R and B is no longer just R and B. What what we class, what we would class as R and B, has changed significantly. When yeah. you listen to those genres of music that are out there, R and B has changed significantly to it's, what it sh- what it used to be. Yeah. So. So they're thinking, well, it's it, R&B is much more broader. of a broader, broader spectrum. So they don't necessarily have to have some of a diaspora from the diaspora yeah. to present the show. The funny thing is, I was watching it's something called Expected or something on Netflix. It's a documentary, and it was speaking about the country, the country western, genre, yeah. the country and western, and they don't want black people within their genre. They really have tried their best to keep us out. It was a guy, you know, that sang The Country Road. I'm going to take my horse. Oh, little Nas. Da, da, little, little Nas. Little Nas. And um, they, they slated him for that track. They did not want him in Nashville. They didn't want him to even... And when a Nashville player started singing that song, they booed him off the stage. Yeah. However, they got someone that is not... Not again from the diaspora, but this woman that has assaulted an African woman called her all the names under the sun was uh what's the word charged for it and got her presenting an R and B show. What are your thoughts on that matter? What are your thoughts about Cheryl Tweedy uh presenting an R and B show? And should they did they have enough people to choose from? Like Gina Yashire said, there's Beverly Knight. How many Black singers in this country are there that could have presented that show? Well, and they could all they could have got an up and coming unknown to do it. Up artists that were up and coming, they're up, quite or, busy. Yeah, they're up, quite busy. Well, yeah, I know they're quite busy, but do you know what I mean there yeah. are up and coming presenters? Yeah, yes, that yes, yeah, up and coming presenters. They they could have they've done it in the past. Yeah, when you think of some of the shows, they've they've funded um, up and coming black talent, free non blondes, yeah. for example. Just, just take one. <laughs> She's so funny. I know. But it goes to show that, you know, television have that's tried... television. Yes. We're talking about radio and, here. And um, that's what I'm trying to say. Right. It's another media. Yeah. But it goes to show there are up-and-coming individuals. That they could have used. That they, they possibly could have used. I don't know all the names out there because I'm kind of out of touch with, yeah. with some of what's going on. But I'm sure there are names out there that people might know themselves that could have possibly... Had the had the opportunity to present this show. They've taken someone who mm. really, to be honest, doesn't really deserve to represent. Not the fact that they don't deserve. No, they but don't are deserve. they really re- they representing? They don't deserve it. No, I, I I truly believe she doesn't deserve it simply because of her past misdemeanors. Yeah, it, it, her behaviour. And and like, but like I said, on the flip side, R and B has changed so much. Yeah. That maybe they felt well, it's as genre is is like so broad. so broad that we don't necessarily have to have someone of color 
to but do this. She's, it's saying she's playing people like Usher, Mary J. Blige, and I mean, we, 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 we all have tastes, and it's it, that's not not the problem. It's just really just her background, her character, and that they chose or see saw fit to put her in a role like that when someone else from our community. Could have quite could've, easily, could've filled, quite that easily filled the role. Yeah, so that was sent in um, from on WhatsApp corner, and yeah, does what's your thoughts? Does Cheryl uh, Tweedy deserve to present the R and B radio show on the BBC? Let us know. Oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. Slip into our DMs at Wimbo seven seven on Instagram, and let us know what your thoughts are on that matter okay so yes mark philogene how you doing mark you can catch mark philogene on a monday from six till uh eight as well as on a sunday from six till eight on yeah sunday evening all right so triggered oh why are you why are you triggered naturally lady please call in let us know how you're feeling about this because i know that some of these things they do actually they do affect us because, again, it's like our voice is not being heard in many cases. No, because it, it, everything is based on merit, isn't it? Yeah. You're not going to get, you know, whatever we do, whatever opportunities we get, mm. we have to get it on merit. It's not given to us. Yeah. It's not thrown in our laps. We have to show willing. We have to show the ability and skills and mm. aptitude to be able to do that particular role or job. And this is why we got to really big up George Flavors and big up all of the the radio stations that are now presenting or representing, should we say, because when we leave it to organisations like the BBC, they get it right sometimes. Like you said, yeah, they're giving out funding here, they're giving out funding there, yet they're still not representing when it comes to employing specific people in specific roles. Okay, what number is that? 07895134713. That's 07895134713. All right, so yeah, just speaking on Cheryl Tweedy and hosting an R&B show when that could have quite easily been given to someone like Beverly Knight or someone else that would have liked to, Amelia Sandy, anyone that might have wanted to present, in, present that. And it does, it does lack... Um, social awareness when it comes to black presenters and there's another um, program on you must guys must check it out it's called Bad Hair on Netflix this is another thing that kind of stems from the media or it's not media what would you call it like uh, something like a syndicate syndicated company that gives out black uh shows but they they are taken over by another source all right so check it out it was um who was that the 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 radio show that used to be black owned but again capital extra it's called capital extra now oh choice choice fm choice sorry i was just following your line of reasoning before so you know that was from whatsapp corner and there's so much things that we could be really speaking about but we just thought we'd throw it out there. But in line now with our question, wonderful listeners, why does the black community not trust the vaccine? That is the next question that we're going to 
we're going we are asking you really because I had a an answer on Facebook and saying what does colour have to do with it she asked me that question what does colour have to do with it and yes there are some uh, white folk that do not want to take the vaccine okay Mm -hmm. but why are black people really overly concerned with not wanting to partake or take the the vaccine that's that's a good question um it's difficult to answer because everybody's got the individual merits as to why they would or, w- or not want to take the vaccine. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of it's got to do with the what's to say the, the media. Yeah, how it's been portrayed in the media. Uh, a lot of it's to do with statistics. Mm. A lot of it could be to do with the fact that it, it, in such a short space of time, they came with a vaccine, maybe it could be deemed that it might have not been tested properly. Yeah. Although it was given a patent, sometimes it can take years for for a medication to get a patent yeah. and to be put on the market. This was done in a short space of time, which makes you feel that it was already there. Mm. So if it was already there, that means something it's else... Pre-planned. Could have been pre-planned. Yes. So I'm just going on what 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 I'm hearing, what people might be thinking. I could be wrong. There might be other other issues that people have regarding why they feel that the vaccine is not not Viable. to be trusted. Yeah, but we're asking the question, why does the black community not trust the vaccine? So that is beautiful. I love the way that you sum that out because that that was a comment that reached out to everybody, yeah? Everyone that doesn't feel that they want to take the vaccine. But now we're looking at it from the point of the view as to why black people or the black community do not trust taking it and it's to the point of years of medical abuse yeah that black people that we're less likely to trust it we're less likely from all of the testings so-called testings yeah that black folk we can't trust these people to say all right this is fine for you because First of, they were offering it to us for free. What person of that standing say Pfizer? There's Pfizer. There's Johnson and Johnson. There's AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca is it? Yeah, that's two, that's that are two. offering it for free. What have these people ever given us for free? And mm. when they have given us something for free, what has been the outcome it's of the freeness? It's true. Well, when you, when you think about um, them going into when it talks about Ebola, HIV, there's 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 been different aspects of vaccines down the years, haven't there? And they've gone into these places and provided these vaccines, provided mm. these cures. Um, predominantly, that's what I mean. Predominantly for for Black Africans, mm. um, and it's the same with this now. Now it's it's it, it could be like you're saying. There's, uh, it's, it's interesting because a, a, a vaccine. When you look at the a population of people, um, it's hard to think that a vaccine can can be can 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 act in the same way with every individual yeah. that it's been produced That's for. That's fair enough. Um, it was tested. We're not sure. 
the range of testing That's it had. Done. We don't know the age. But remember, we're looking at the trust. So mm. let's go yeah, back to the history of medical racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The history of medical racism. So it's first off, let's look at Tuskegee. Mm. Tuskegee. Mm. Okay. So 40 years in the United States, public health service, right? Mm-hmm. They were working with the Tuskegee, Tuskegee Institute in Alabama. So they tracked the progression of untreated syphilis in poor black man and black men and even after effective treatments for the disease became available an appalling ethical violation that cost black people their lives yeah that was the tuskegee episodes yeah mm-hmm. or the study what they done they exploited black people yeah mm-hmm. and they gave them this they gave them the these injections okay And we know how that turned out. So Tuskegee is one of the first instances that says, oh, yeah, we're going to treat you for such and such. And they actually gave them the syphilis. Hmm. They gave them the disease. Yeah, because it wasn't a disease known to the African continent. It had to be brought in. Right. So it's it's a matter of exploiting Mm -hmm. black folk, testing them like we like like. Rats, you know, rats in a mm-hmm. a laboratory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is how we've, and that's not the first. We're going to go on and see other studies that they, that they or things that they did in order to to experiment. It's because it's all experimentation. Because you're right when you said it's a short period of time they've come up with something, but knowingly us as black people are going to fear badly when it comes to their experiments? Well, like I said, it's the, it, uh, I can only clarify what I said a minute ago, that it's hard to know because it was tested on a particular um, percentage of people. The percentage of people that was tested, we I don't know what, what culture they were. Mm. I don't know what ethnicity they were. It was just, there was just tests done. Um, I don't know if that information is available. I personally haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to know whether, like you're saying, these vaccines are suitable for us as individuals. Yeah. It's hard to know. And the only way you're going to know is over a period of time. Mm. It's got to be over a period of time. And just like Tuskegee, what you do you, over a period of time, you monitor. This- yeah. When it came to the Tuskegee study, the goal was to observe the natural history of untreated syphilis. Yeah. So in the black population, the subjects were completely unaware that they they you know that they had injected them with this thing, right? And they were receiving treatment for bad blood when in fact they received no treatment at all. Mm. So they did placebos basically. Yeah. They they pretended. Yeah. To try and deal with the symptoms, but basically they were just watching to yes. see how it affected them over yes. a period of time. And if you think about it, um, when COVID started, mm. there was no cure. Yeah, the cure came in. I'm assuming uh, people can correct me. Uh, maybe a year a year down the line, when they it was started only a, year, yeah. a year. So again, we can say that they were. It came out. The virus came out, and they were they were basically seeing. The effects. 
Right. It's same like it's it's a, it's yeah. a similar scenario. They were seeing the effects of what COVID was doing. And do you remember what they said as regards to the vaccine? That they were going to that they thought that the frontliners, so black folk, should be the first ones to receive it. So obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. and obviously that them come with that. The only way they would have been able to come up with that finding was if they would have studied how COVID mm. travelled, how it was transmitted, how it was carried. So they did that for a year, just over a year, yeah. and they watched it, and then they came up with the policy or the thought mm. that, okay, we need to vaccinate the frontline workers first. And most frontline workers were cleaners, Bus drivers. Bus drivers, frontline nurses. nurses. Yeah. And most, the majority of them, when we reflect about it, were black or of African descent. Yes. Yeah. Caribbean African descent. Although some were like Filipinos or... Yeah, Filipinos. And yeah. And I think yeah, there was a high yeah. percentage within... Um, please let me know that naturally, Lily, because um, we we spoke on this uh, matter, um, some of the statistics. Mm, mm. But, you know, going back to the Tuskegee... Because we, we're looking at why do we not trust, or why do black saying. people not mm, trust mm, black the black mm. community not trust um, the vaccines, mm. uh, and why they? I mean, a lot of them have gone and had it, yeah. But, but there's but, a lot of them, the vast majority, that haven't as well. No, but that's understandable because, like we're saying, it's it's a year and a half down the line, and then mm. they saying, well, the frontline workers, as we've been said, you need to get injected first. It's free; you yeah. can take it, but. I understand what they were saying, but at, like at the same time, because some something's free, and it's and it's amenable to people, and you're mm. giving it to people, doesn't necessarily mean that it's 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 of of benefit to them. To us, that's right. And when we go to into there's um, one of the comments on Facebook, I'm just going to have a look at that because. I found that he was really right on when he, he hit the nail on the head. I'm just going to find it because Lisa, Lisa Hanmore, she says, what has colour got to do with it? Yeah. And then Richard Coolberry, he said, colour is important because even though there are many vaccine-hesitant, anti-vaccine people from all ethnicities, cultures, and communities, the percentage of vaccine-hesitant, anti-vaccine people is highest within the black community in both UK and US. This is important because it says something about a history of distrust that black people have towards health authorities. Historically, whatever abuses or neglect have been done to people in the name of medical science has been worse, even worse, for black people. It's important to unpick all of this because socioeconomic factors continue to put black people at a disproportionately higher risk of sickness and death from all sorts of common disease. If black people don't have a reason to trust the medical establishment and end up being hesitant to get other types of health care, they'll risk needless sickness and death for other things besides COVID. And that's very, very true. Like we just looked at the Tuskegee experiments. Mm, mm, and there's, mm. that's not the only ones. That's not the only ones because they're not making these things with us in mind. Tuskegee was an experiment and they didn't even treat it, treat those people. Mm, mm. Yeah. But like he's put, put there the social, economic 
and, it, and, factors. and, and the factors mm. and also the conditions as well. When you, when you think about Tuskegee, sorry, when you think about Tuskegee and the type of people that, that they were experimenting on, yeah. they, they were not seen as human. Mm, mm, they, weren't seen, they weren't seen as human. Yeah. They were just seen as disposable people that they could experiment on. Yes. And, and I'm not saying that's, that's how it's being fought today. I'm not saying that's the same thinking. We're not sure. I don't know. Um, but definitely... There will be a lack of trust. Definitely, <laughs> there's always going to be a lack of trust because at the end of the day, again, it's, 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 it's getting our questions answered. Mm. The, the majority of pe- black people who are refraining from uh, taking the vaccine are not doing that lightly. No, they're, they're obviously they're, thinking long and hard about it. They're thinking long and hard about it. So maybe the, the education that's, that needs to be done is not being done. Mm. Because obviously, like we're talking about, you need to, to be able to, to make an informed choice. Yeah. Um, and when you've made the informed choice, if you wish to take it, you can take it. We're not going... We, this yeah, this, 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 this discussion is not... About we're the just, community we're asking as a community. There's a lack of trust. Um, and, and you can understand why there's a lack of trust. Like I said... There's a there's a lot been done to push these vaccines, but not a lot done to to to, to way of research, but also to quell people's anxiety about Mm. why they should take it. Yeah, it's just been pushed to get a vaccine. Why haven't you taken? The NHS are sending you uh, messages. You, You you can come and take your vaccine. There's clinics here. There's clinics there just pushing a point that you can come and get your vaccine, but not really much education about, okay, you don't want to take it. Why don't you want to take it? Yeah, and Chanel Taylor, she says, because they've never wanted to help us for free before or ever at all. And now they want to give us free vaccines to save our lives. That's something to think about, isn't it? Definitely, that definitely. Really something definitely. to think it's, about. It's a, it's, a massive, it's a massive subject. Obviously, we're just we're just... <laughs> we're, we're, we're just touching the surface we're not skimming. even we're just skimming just skimming but if anybody's got any other comments that they want to they they want to reach out and give us regarding why the black community um are showing a lot of distrust within the vaccine please let us know yes. let them comments come in keep them coming keep them coming and we'll see y'all in five call us now on 07 134713 that's 07 Stay there. We'll be back after these. At 15, Elijah J. McCoy moved to Scotland, seeking opportunities he was denied in America. His studies abroad led him to develop over 50 patented inventions, including the automatic sprinkler and the folding ironing board. It's believed the quality of his work gave rise to the term the real McCoy. Celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history. Yo, guess what my uncle just said? Tell them who you tell me. Ooh, I did that, so all right, though. Okay, look. Shaba was the king back in the day. Shaba! But Popcorn is fire! And he's gunning for the throne. How we do that? I are we so right? Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnite from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with daily theme parties. The Welcome Party with Free Run Punch. The Lovers Rock Concert and Party. The Dressing White Catamaran Party. The Swim Whip or Short Speech Party. Comedy in the Boatyard and Moonlight Party. The Beige 
Belgian bar crawl. A carnival night in the gap. The Oysters Fish Fry and Grill Party Night. The International Artist Night. And the Midnight to Morning Farewell to Barbados Party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at Le Fleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999. Based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 0877-799-455. Allflavorsradio.com, the number one radio station on the net. Reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. You're listening to the best station where the music never stops. We can live through all eternity and we never touch the ground. We'll take your chance to ride upon a star to a place that's far away. The light of love will shine on us forever and a day. Shout out DJ Laro. You can catch Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. And how are you doing in the chat room? Sounds a D train. You're the one for me. How you doing, Andrew DeGel Gel? Chanel Taylor. Joy McKay. Mark Philogy. Truly, Lily, you are. Jawayne, Jayla, and Janae. How you doing, Pele Hoxton?
Digging up guest 364. From Sulzbach. As well as guest 477 from Kleiner Gdansbrook. Guest 570 from Fort Lauderdale. Guest 684 from London. And guest 964 from London. Not forgetting George Flavors, Sarah Malaysia, how are you guys doing? I'm big enough. Big, big high five to all the All Flavors Radio DJs. Please check the schedule. Because there's become too many for me to mention. We're not forgetting Charlie Muir. Darnell the Therapist, you can catch them tomorrow. DJ Nige. Ninja Man Lloyd. John J.E. Ah, that's the sounds of D-Train there for y'all. You're the one for me. Okay, so Ken, in line with what we were just speaking about, um, the why black people or why the black community are not wanting to take the vaccine. We have some questions or some comments on Facebook as regards to that question. And I know that we just read one from Richard Corbury in answer to Mona Lisa Hanmore when she said, what's it got to do with colour, FFS? It's got a lot to do with colour because we looked just at one trial, but there were many other trials we looked at Tuskegee for just one example Mm. and there were many after that trials Mm. Mm. um, as regards to to black people experimented on Mm. and we came out worse off yeah it's It's, it's interesting because you could clearly see a a defining uh, role that black people played in those trials, yeah, I find the difference is now these trials are being done, but we're not. It's 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 more anonymous trials. Mm. We know they're being done, but yeah. we don't know the ratio of cultures, ages uh, of these individuals that are being tested. Mm. Whereas Tuskegee and certain other 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 um, experiments, we can call them, that were being done were clearly defined. Yeah. We knew it was African Caribbean. We knew it was African. With these trials, it doesn't seem to be that transparent. No, it's not that transparent, and that's the that's the issue that I have. Mm. Maybe other people have that issue. And like like Richard Corbury said, he stated it very well, didn't he? As regards to socioeconomic factors, as to regards to the medical establishment and what they've done to. Uh, black folk in the past mm. that's the reason why we're hesitant to come forward possibly uh, you know to take these things on board well we, we should be hesitant because it's a medical procedure 
Yeah. If you were going to volunteer or participate in any medical trial, it's it's a procedure. It's mm. something that you're you're going to take. Yeah. And and obviously you're going to take it and then you're gonna be have to wait to see what the consequences are. So and that's what it is, and that's why you got to be hesitant. Yeah. Because once it's in your system, it's in your system. That's right. And then ask Siri with us or ask Alexa what the population will be and these things is that, I mean they we might look at them I mean a year ago they were looking at the vaccine as a conspiracy but it's here now yeah mm. and there were other things that they're looking at as a conspiracy but it's staring us right in our face mm-hmm. and we have to acknowledge and recognize that <laughs> hold on here well, we were laughing at this a year ago that this this weren't a fact, but mm. now it has become fact. Going back to <laughs> our national day mm. being a national free thought day, but mm. we've got to look at the facts, the science, the logic and the reason mm. behind everything that we're doing. Yeah, to be free thinkers. But a year ago, we weren't thinking about these things, but now they're presented to us. Well, a year ago, there wasn't a vac- so a, a year ago, there wasn't a, exactly. a vaccine. We knew there was something on the horizon, but that only came into play when the virus was well advanced. Yeah. So the virus came first. No. Remember, there were lots of conspiracies that they were going to give us a vi- uh, the vaccine. And people were like, no, la, la, la. And now it's here. This is what I'm trying to say. The vaccine, the, the virus came. There yeah. might have been things in play, but the virus had come first. They gave mm. the virus a year, just over a year, and then they came with a vaccine mm. that was supposedly to halt the spread of the vaccine. Right, but now the, there's the virus, a passport. Sorry. Remember they spoke of that as a conspiracy. Now they're here. They're coming. And that says um, they would make key workers jobless, homeless and starving without a second thought, without a jab that is killing faster than the virus you have 99.98 survival rate. Black people have been um, guinea-pigged for generations and full well understand being coerced, blackmailed into an experimental medical procedure. The companies aren't even confident enough to back their own product, but expect you to just roll your sleeve no question Mm -hmm. and that's very very true because in congress some of these uh the uh the uh president doesn't need to take it there's some people that don't need to take it yeah well like i said at the end of the day it's 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 i think whether you're a president a cleaner Mm. no matter what 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 your station in life it's your prerogative it's a it's it's a medical procedure um so it's it's really down to you and like and like it's been said already it's there are there are sources of information out there true or false yeah about the vaccine about the virus so it's about you like we're saying getting and having a look at what's out there and research you've got to research it and do your own research obviously you've got to be careful of what where you go because not everything is accurate yeah. Not everything's going to be accurate. I agree. But, it's, but it is important that you do get get some knowledge about yeah. w- what the situation is because 
if it does come to that, which again, it's it's theories out there that possibly they're going to try and bring in, especially if you're a healthcare worker, if you're a frontline worker, they might push you to do it. But again, it's a medical procedure and it's something that you need to take mm. on board for yourself uh, and then make this decision has has you see it. Absolutely. As you see it. But I mean, we're, we're just, this was something that was sent in mm. to me mm. and I had to look into it and say, right, I saw... A video that someone sent in with all of the experiments were done on black people mm, throughout the mm, history, mm, mm, Tuskegee being one of them. There, there are many more, mm, but it's down to you to go out there and do your research to find mm, out. Well, what this is the reason why black folk don't trust these medical well, organizations. Yeah, we, we, we're talking about black people in general, but really, yeah. it's it's it's. We're the it, most affected. We're Ken. most, yeah. So individually, we need to think about these things because collectively, obviously, it's divide and conquer. Yeah, it's about divide and conquer. That's why they're talking about passports and yeah, and and work related jabs. And if you don't, so it's it's now they we're not willingly coming forward mm. to take it. So now they have to go to possibly the next level, which is divide and conquer. Yeah, and please know your rights because on the NHS website as regards to the passports you can actually write up your own document to say that you are exempt go on the nhs um, website and find out your entitlements because they're bringing all these things into place but there are some people that actually can't take the vaccine regardless of whether we're forced to or not there there are people that can't have it, okay? So in that regard, please check what your rights are on the NHS. You can, when it comes to the passports, it doesn't mean that you can't go into a venue. You can go in, check and see your exemption, write up your own certificate and say you're exempt and they still have to to allow you into a venue, into a night spot, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking for the point of view that... Um, dif- different areas. It's not got anything to do with areas. No, Ken. I'm, I'm assuming that different, diff- different, different providers, different trusts, different organisations will see fit to do things slightly differently. Yeah. To, to, because actually, it's going to. Possibly, I'm assuming it, 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 they're going to make a general rule, but then it's up There's to the individual. There's a general rule. Individual organisations. There's a mandatory rule. However, there there that. are ways that you can be exempt from it as well. You do not have to go under what what you're being forced to do. Well, yeah. Well, I think I think we as individuals, as I said, that's something we need to look at and 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 be aware. So if it does come up, mm. we we know exactly what we need to do and how we need to approach it. As Nat says, choice is key. No choice equals no freedom, and we have a choice. Just remember, we all. That freedom, we, we we are still all free when it comes to human, oh, we have that freedom of choice, mm. regardless, human rights is the mm. word that I'm looking mm. for. Mm. So they can bring something in, but we don't have to be under the rule of thumb. Mm. Remember, we saw the maritime law, yeah, and there's the other law, 
it's escaped me again now. But we do not, we all have a choice. And if we, if we are, if we become home to certain people, that means that we don't have a choice. And that means that our freedom of speech, our freedom, liberty, which we are all entitled to, is brought into question. No, I totally agree with you. And I think choice has to be based mm. on your perception. No, so I don't think no, so. No, no, in the sense of choice has to be based on how or where you get your information from. Mm. In that sense, because every all the information you get will give you a perception of what that situation is, rightly or wrongly. Right, and, and, and that's how it's got to. We have to think about that. Um, so there should be no choice. You shouldn't have to make a choice unless you're ready to. And if you're, the only way you can be ready to make a choice. As if you're aware of the choices yeah. you can make. So research, research, research. We say it all the time. It's so important to research a subject. Research, research what is going to affect us primarily in our lives and our family and our future and the generations that come. Because if we give away our freedoms now, we're all going to just be slaves to the system. And that's it. Naturally, Lily says the don't they don't have to give you access, but they will have to answer why. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. and there will be a lot of lawsuits because yes. what if you were someone that that couldn't take that um, vaccine, or you was disabled and your body can't can't function with that? However, you're being discriminated against because of they can't do these discriminations. Way. Yes, yeah. But it's discrimination. I mean, the, the only way, the only way, right now at this moment in point, all, the, all, all at the moment, there is talk. There is talk, but yeah. forearmed is forewarned. Exactly. Forearmed is forewarned. So there is talk, but what we need to do is be prepared. So when that talk, if that talk ever becomes a process and a law, yeah, we're ready for it. And remember that mandatory and compulsory Too don't mean that you have to. You have to means. just remember in that, okay? So, I mean, we've touched on the subject. It's actually quite deep, and it it is all to do with our freedoms. Why we do, why we as a black community do not trust the vaccine, okay? It does affect each and every one of us, and each and every one of us has a choice in this regard, okay? So, research, make your choice. Live with the choice. We we live with our choices. Yes, because yeah. Just, just quickly, it's not just adults now. Yeah. Either oh yeah, the children. Yes. Now it's going down to children. But that what they've said as regards to the children that they too can make their own choices as well. So, you know, there's going to come a point where if you're 14 years old, your parent wants you to do something, but you feel otherwise that you have every right to your freedoms, apart from your what your parents have to say. I mean, it's a bit. In the middle, but then yeah, I guess you'd sit down with your youngster mm, and talk about certain mm, things. Definitely. I hope, I hope we do that. Definitely. All right. So beautiful people, we've come so close to the end of the evening. This 12th of October. October, Black yes. History Month. Fantastic. We've, yeah. we've touched on so many subjects. I just hope I've justified your seat, naturally, Lily. <laughs> We're missing you here, naturally, Lily. But yes, KJB, fantastic host. Thank you so much for stepping in it's tonight. Been an absolute pleasure. Um, thank you very much, listeners. Um, all it remains for us to say is no, we're gonna just oh, read, we'll the gun. read, the gun. read a quote from Eric Hoffer that says, The leader has to be practical 
and a realist. You must talk the language of the visionary and the idealist. And that goes back to having that forethought, having uh, what was our, our, our National Day was a free thought. Yes, so a leader will have free thought because they'll be practical and realistic. Yeah, they'll be a visionary and be an idealist. Yeah, mm-hmm. your thoughts? It just ties in with everything that we've discussed yeah. on uh, Free Thinking Day. Uh, there's a couple of things it mentioned about reasoning, scientific. Yeah. Um, what was the others? Logical. Logical. Excellent. As well as. There's one more. Facts. Facts. Factual. Facing things of so facts. It's, it all ties in. It all ties it in. It all does. And don't forget about Dick Gregory. Check him out. He's an amazing man. Really amazing man. Funny. But then he will give you great telling off. Great telling off. And not forgetting that our words today is to extricate to take something or remove something that entangles us. So in line with the the why black people do not trust mm. these vaccines, That's we've got right. to extricate the right or extricate the good from the bad and know how it kind of works for us. That's the important, how it works for us. Yeah, as well so as this important. Cheryl Tweedy being an R&B. <sighs> we need to extricate her from the BBC <laughs> and put Beverly Knight or Amelie Sandy or someone in her place. All right. So beautiful people, we've come to the end of the night. Yes. So I guess all we have left to say is Eons, we will see y'all on, on the other, other side. side. Take care. Good night.